Hey, it's Marcia. It's your girl, Shalise. And this is Siobhan. Welcome to the premiere episode of Amongst Friends, where we're bringing you real conversations between real friends. Ladies, you know what? Right now, I'm kind of stressed with this pandemic going on right now. Yeah, I I can understand that so very much. It is a lot of emotions that's happening. I know just even for myself and out and about freely is driving me crazy. Yeah, and I definitely agree. I have not been able to sleep that well. It's like I go to bed with it on my mind. I wake up with it on my mind. It's on my mind all day. And then I wake up and start all over again. <laughs> So just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around all of this, you know, what the new normal looks like, but I haven't been able to do it yet. Right. And that's what I'm saying for me, it's been bringing up like a whole lot of real life adult type situations, like adulting and all of that right now. So for me, it's more just dealing with, like you said, the new norm and what, what are we going to do once this opens back up, once the world opens back up and we're supposed to go back about our lives, but that's just, unknown and unseen enemy out there that's just waiting so do you ladies actually have an idea in your mind of what the actual new norm is so like one one big topic I know that um we can discuss today is like talking about job loss I know a lot of people have lost their job during this time and you know, even for myself, like I'm not currently working and trying to think about what the route is of the corporate world yeah. and mm-hmm. what that'll look like going back into that. So what do you guys think? I think one, my, my big issue with that is for the people who are in the corporate world, what's going to happen when the jobs open back up and people start demanding you come back into the office with social distancing, mm-hmm. um, you know, being a requirement? Are you, is everybody going to be wearing masks? I mean, how do you protect yourself if you have to go back into the office? Versus a lot of people right now have been able to work remotely, you know, that. And then mm-hmm. the people, like you said, like yourself, who have to try to figure it out. A lot of businesses have shut down, restaurants and things of that nature. So you have a lot of people out of work right now. So just how they're going to transition back in. I mean, I, I don't know how that's going to work. Well, you know, I work for the federal government and it's quite interesting because I had a conversation with one of my coworkers today and we were discussing um, how is it going to look with, um, you know, we're in an office setting and we have, I'm trying to think, we have maybe about 15 or 20 people in our office. How is that going to work? Because how can you socially distance with 20 people in an office? Um, and then now we have transitioned from a um, environment where we have our own space to an open space. So that's a that's a concern. That's a conversation that has to be had. Also, you know, you have to look at things that a lot of people don't think about, like the doors. When you're opening the doors, are we going to are they now going to install touchless doors? Are they now um, or automatic doors? Are they now going to install touchless um, sinks, touchless soap? You know, just all of those things that you hadn't thought about because the building I'm that before. Exactly. Yeah. The building that I'm in is an older building. So mm-hmm. all of those things are not um things that we use currently. So just thinking about that and like you said, um people coming in, because there are a lot of people who sad to say, but a lot of people are still not taking this seriously. Even looking at the millions of people who have died, they're still not taking it seriously. 
and they're still coming to work sick. I mean, that happened before, you know, they shut everything cool. down. We had somebody coming in the office yeah. sick. So, you know, it's just, it's just very, it's a very um, anxiety filled time for me. I think that you're going to get, and I thought that this was going to happen before even COVID. Um, the companies that can, I think a lot of companies are going to move towards uh, having remote mm-hmm. workers um, if they can. And I think that now this is going to be an opportunity where they're looking at, you know, a lot of these businesses where they had offices right. and all these people in these offices. And is it a waste mm-hmm. of money and spending money on leases? And is it something where people can work from home? One thing I will say that a major concern is I know that this was a while ago when I was doing a, when I was still in school and I was like doing a report on like work-life balance and how that was like super major. And, you know, a lot of companies with their culture, they were trying to provide work-life balance, but I feel that it's starting to negate itself because I know people have been dealing with the heightened stress levels, even working from home now. And, and as you know, because I've even worked from home, like you work a lot more yes. hours than you yes. do if you oh, were in the office. Oh, so <laughs> now it's that added mm-hmm. pressure. Absolutely. So I think that it's like you have the company, they're going to go to the remote route. But I think now there's going to be a heightened level of stress for mm-hmm. people because they're going to be working more yeah. hours. It's going to be this pressure to show and prove that you are mm-hmm. working and you're working mm-hmm. hard because you're exactly. at home. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, I know there's been a lot of companies who weren't doing the remote. So for some people who've gone back, where the companies are requiring them to come back in, they were come required to come back in um this past Monday, and if they didn't, they were going to be terminated. And my thing is, how do you handle that when you still have schools that are closed for the remainder of the year, and so you have daycares closed and things of that nature? So people have children at home that they don't they can't make accommodations for because you have to self quarantine, you know, self social distancing and stuff. So you have to um be away from people but you're required to come into work. So that's another stress that people are dealing with right now. I know, Shalice, you have a daughter, so you... Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's one of the things that is very concerning to me because, you know, I would hope and the the um, conversations that I've had with upper management is that they'll work with us, you know, because they know that I have a small child. However, you know, that's for now. But what about the summer? You know, what about the time? Usually during the summer, she goes to summer camp. Well, this year, there's no way in good conscience I can allow her to go to summer camp to be around other children. So are you going to work with me then at that point? So um, I also want to take a moment to just correct uh, myself. A few moments ago, I said millions have died. That is not correct. Um, There have actually been million cases confirmed, um, but I think it's about 326,000 deaths. So I just wanted to correct myself on that. But um, yeah, so... I don't know. It's just, it's, that's one of the things also um, going back to what I was just saying that is very concerning to me. And it's probably one of the things that keeps me up at night, you know, because my daughter's health is most important to me, you know? Yes. I understand that. So with that being said, let me ask you, I want to put a spin on this too, is that how are you ladies actually dealing with this? Because we talked about, you know, I said in the beginning, you know, about job mm-hmm. loss. And I've been out of work now for a couple mm-hmm. of months. And I know for me, this was kind of, I was telling a friend of mine, it was like a smack in the face for myself because one, 
you know, I am, I'm about to be 38 in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is the first time I haven't had a job since before college. And so having always being, you know, having some funds coming in and having something to do, you know, I am now on top of dealing with COVID being quarantined and then dealing with the pressures of finding work, you know, it was a lot of emotions, I'll say for myself. And I'll, I'll say I probably was the most emotional in my life ever at this point now than I've been right. before. And so I could only imagine people that have lost their job, you know, what they're they're dealing with. I Also, though, this has been an opportunity for me to kind of refocus and look at things that I've wanted to work on or do or accomplish or, you know, other goals that I had to go ahead and take that time and do it. Because as you know, when you start working, sometimes you really don't have time for anything else because you put all your, I know I put my all right. into my work. And then it's like, all oh, the things I said I was going to do, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to write a book or, oh, I'm going to start <laughs> yes. a project and I never do it. So now I do have the time, but I can only imagine how other people are dealing with this, you know, and you were talking about people are in their home yeah. by themselves. Some people mm-hmm. don't have family. They don't have friends. Some people don't know how to reach out to people. And the fact, like I said, some people aren't getting funds in so then that's an added stress Mm -hmm. so we're definitely very fortunate but how are you ladies dealing with that just on an emotional level like is it that you know are you working out at home are you doing yoga like what you think the wine like whatever it is what are you doing wine wine wine. i have become a cocktail (laughs) connoisseur yeah okay (laughs) she's like i need a cocktail um and Siobhan, I have to say oh. I miss your cocktails and I so wish I was there because I would oh, be drinking them up. But then that might not be a good thing because I probably oh would have gained God. some weight Girl. drinking a bunch of cocktails. Girl, talk about it. <laughs> you know, my thing is, this has been scary. You know what I'm saying? The first couple of, the first month we were, you know, just completely paranoid. And anytime you went outside, you, you were masked up, gloves, and lights all down and and everything like that, which we still still do. Just going to even check the mail, just, just take a precaution. So it's a paranoia thing of course kicks in your paranoia kicks in self-preservation kicks in so that type of thing but my main thing for me is I had to stop watching it I had to turn off the tv and just Mm kind of disconnect it because one it wasn't the only just that it was spreading like wildfire it was also the deaths the people who were losing people you saw people on tv just distraught because they had lost a family member and it was just it was just a lot so I had to disconnect for a little while to try to get myself back to a even kill because I was kind of I couldn't sleep I couldn't sleep at all so I was I had to yeah kind of take a step back from it I I can understand that because every time I turn around on the tv it was something and like right now I'm in New York just for temporarily and Governor Cuomo was on every freaking day it seemed like all the time and I was like okay I'm over him (laughs) and I do love him but as much as I've watched him and you can imagine being here and watching him, I'm over him. Like I'm just like, you know what? I don't want if I don't see your face for a while, it's <laughs> right. okay. Still got love for you, but I just need yeah. a little break. So I know for me it's easy to um, you know, sometimes like writing is my thing and that's how I kind of release and and really just reaching out to people. I think this is probably, you know, and you guys know I'm a very honest person and transparent mm-hmm. about things. But this allowed me to be even more transparent about the things that I've been going through and dealing with. Because, you know, the one point in time, I thought I was tripping. I was like, yo, am I, like, depressed? Like, what the hell is right. happening right now? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I'm like crying and I don't know why. Like I was telling my friend the other day, the kid, they did the mm-hmm. little drive through in the neighborhood. First of all, that does not happen in Brooklyn. Let's <laughs> talk about that. But the teachers drove through the neighborhood for like the public school. And it was like, I guess for graduation, they were like honking yeah. their horns and they were like saying congratulations and we miss you. And when I tell you, it just hit me. And I was like crying because I was just thinking to myself, like, is this the state that we're in right now? You know, when I, I thought about how many people didn't go to get to go right. to their prom, how many people didn't go to their graduation. You know, my best friend, he was supposed to have a graduation in Chicago and now they have to postpone that. So it was all these things. And I was just like, and I know, I didn't think that I would be crying about that. Like, that's not what right. Marcia does. And to know that I was, you know, emotional about it, it was yeah. a lot. So being honest and talking to my friends about it, I think is the great thing that I can and talk to you ladies and the fact well, that hold we're on, I thought we now. were your friends. <laughs> I'm saying you guys I mean, I thought we were and talking friends. to y'all, of course. <laughs> we are, we I know, are. I know. and now we're sharing it with the world, which I yeah, think absolutely. is awesome. <laughs> um, for me, um, I don't know how to honestly answer the question. Um, how am I handling it? Because I don't know that I am. And I say that because mm. I'm, um, I used to be a person that was very um, emotional and I was very vocal. Um, I'm still vocal. However, I, I don't share my feelings like I used to. And I think that that can be, um, that can be a good and a bad thing. I think that life circumstances cause me to to change that part of myself. Um, not sure if that is a good or a bad thing, but um, I, I need to um, find a way to release because a lot of times I'll say, you know what? I need to just have a good cry. I mean, it might sound crazy planning to cry, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I'm just saying sometimes you just need to have a good release. And that's how I used to release. I would have a good cry Mm -hmm. and I would be good. Um, Now, not so much. I feel like I'm, I'm absorbing everything that's going on. Whereas I'm just moving. You know what I mean? I'm just going through the day. I'm working all day. I'm getting my daughter up, make sure she's, up for school helping her with her school taking care of her throughout the day so I don't think that I've taken the time to really focus on me so that's something that I Mm -hmm. have to figure out um how to do to process all of this um Um, let me tell you how how she's been handling it she's been handling it through the mail because it's not packages keep coming <laughs> oh, so you've been ordering yeah. a lot okay. of clothes yeah. and shoes and purses. I you already know. know. We, okay, we I got it. So I, I know packages just keep coming. Packages keep coming and coming and coming. So that Girl. is how she is coping. I can tell you that much. Girl, I, you know, I know Amazon is like, what is going on? But you know, the funny thing about that is, I have read like on social media and just different things where so many people, like even one of my friends from work said he, and it's funny because you would think a woman, but he was ordering all kinds of stuff he didn't need. So it's kind of like you start, like how many purses? I think I ordered like four purses. I ordered shoes. I ordered all these clothes. And I'm like, (laughs) where are you wearing these clothes to? Exactly. And me, (laughs) me, all I've been getting is groceries. Like I have, 
I was like, I, I know you cooking, Sharon. I'm like yes. missing all of that. Like, I gotta I've get I've never had oh as many um, groceries in my life. It's like I'm ordering groceries to be delivered like every week. But, you know, it's, I guess that's my way. Cooking, you know me. Baking, cooking, that's my stress relief. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I made three different meals a night. I had tacos. I had um, shrimp um, fajitas. And Shalise had um, taco soup. We had three different meals. <laughs> I took all three nights. All from Mexico, though. <laughs> right. It was, a, it was a consistent thing. But, you know, that's what I've been doing. That's my release is baking and, um, and cooking. So that's what I've been doing kind of to ease my mind and take things off so well I think the great thing is that we are at least acknowledging it and acknowledging that you know it's not comfortable it doesn't feel good and you know we may not have the answer for it you know what I mean but we're figuring it out and you know I even I had a friend ask me one day he's like you know well how are you dealing with this because I was telling the story about me crying with the cars driving Mm -hmm. through the block and I was saying to him I was like well I don't quite know to say like how do you cope with this you just do it because we've never been here before when I think about you know of course we had 9-11 and that was a totally different thing and at that time I was Mm -hmm. away in school and um but still never having this particular pandemic during the time that I've been on earth or at least to fully experience it because I may have been too young you know you had the AIDS epidemic that thing but I was still so very young so now to be an adult and it having it affect me is a different thing. But I will say I've been quite resourceful and not mm-hmm. working right now. You start to realize how much money mm-hmm. you have spent. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a um. It's it been feeling good because like I had a, a lease mm-hmm. and my lease was up. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wait before I get another car. Like I'm in New York. I don't need a car right now. When I go back down to Charlotte or you know if I come to the DMV area, whichever one then I'll go ahead and get a car. So not spending that money, I was like, oh, I don't need this. And I just think about how much mm-hmm. money I've spent. Like when I was working like crazy, I was like, I'm just mm-hmm. spending money. So it maybe is a good thing because who knows what Am- Amazon mm-hmm. would be showing up with at <laughs> time. But here, you know what? So. <laughs> um, I find something interesting you said I wanted to address that this time is completely different, like you said, from... Um, anything we've ever experienced in our lifetime, even if you think about it, the AIDS um, epidemic, because this is something you could be standing next to somebody and contract versus with AIDS, you know, you mm-hmm. got to go a little bit deeper with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm saying, yeah. you know, not minimizing either, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying this one for me um, is so scary because you come into contact with people and you have no idea who Mm -hmm. they've come in contact with, who they've come in contact with, and so on and so forth. And, you know, just a mere hello could, you know, could, I hate to say it and sound dramatic, but it's true, could cost you your life. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's the part that I think is very, um, is scariest for me. So, you know, and I'm, 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 Mm -hmm. you are both know I'm I've always been a touchy-feely person as far as hey you know see somebody hug them and all of that now you're kind of like hey what's up well I'm good I'm good you're like well, I'm, I'm no. good <laughs> I'm good yeah. on it, we know Shamar <laughs> but um I haven't been honestly I haven't been this afraid or nervous about going outside since the DC sniper because at that time I mean we was hiding behind the gas tank 
uh, the gas pump while we were trying to pump gas because we were ducking. Yeah. We were doing everything, running zigzag through parking lots because we didn't know where he was at. He was shooting everybody, but just random targets. But now it's like, okay, it's in the air. You can walk through the so a place where somebody has been 10 minutes ago and it's still mingling in the air. They sneeze. You just don't know. It's just, un, un, yeah. you can't see it. You there are a lot know. of uncertainties about yeah. it. Yeah. You just don't know. So it's, it's very um yeah. different. And that the fact that it's not going away, there won't be any type of vaccine or anything for, for probably years. Um, and, you know, it's not going away. And they're saying it's going to be worse in the wintertime. So I guess I'm just going to be in the house for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to find the balance between mm-hmm. being cautious but also yeah, right. not being fearful because I can see how, and we all know Absolutely. that fear can be very crippling. And so I'm trying to find that balance between the two. So that way it's like, mm-hmm. I don't let it consume me and take over my life and and keep me from wanting to do anything and not be around. And you guys know, I am such a people person. Like I just like being right. out and about and around people. You know, Jerron talk about every time, like I could just go in somewhere right. and I just start talking to people. And so that was a struggle too, because it's like, I can't even do that. But now I'm like, I nope. might not want to talk to these people. Because like you said, Shalice, you just don't know. But also not having it stop me to say, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. But just be cautious and protect yeah. myself. Yeah, because yeah. so it's, it's not the, that's my thing about it is that it's something new. It's not the flu. So it's like, you know, the flu, I had the flu in January. It's not the flu. It's just, just somebody, something that can kill you so quickly mm-hmm. that it's just, it's just insane to me. But like you said, I'm not, I've been out, I've been out, um, we've gotten in the car, rode a few places or whatever, but um, I don't really go in stores that much, but I've been out just to get out and get some fresh air and things of that nature. You have to, to clear your mind because the four yeah. walls will um, consume you. And I, I'm 100% a telework person regardless. I've been working from home for the last six years. So that's not new to me, but, but still not being able to get out when I want to get out. You know, something that's also very interesting is, you know, with me having a six-year-old, just her perspective about the virus, because she's very aware, smart little girl. So she's very aware of what's going on. And Mm -hmm. there are times she looks out the window and she sees children outside playing. So she's like, mommy, those children out there, they don't have on a mask. They could catch the virus. So, you know, (laughs) it, it makes me proud that she's aware but it also makes me a little sad that you know she is experiencing this because you know she had to leave school abruptly Mm -hmm. so it's you know she's missing her classmates like you know she can't really um go outside and play like with other kids so it makes me sad but you know right now this is the new reality so I have to make sure and she understands she'll say, you know, I know I can't go outside because of the virus or I know I can't go play with my cousins because of the virus. And, you know, no, everybody does not have it, but I am not willing as a mother to take the chance because I don't know who somebody's been around. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's very interesting to see how, you know, it affects the children as well. Yeah, I can definitely. And just knowing how careless people are, like you said before, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. summertime is coming and I even get it now. Like being back at home, I just be like, oh my God. Like sometimes I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think I turned <laughs> into kind of a country girl because 
it's so much stuff that happened in Brooklyn. I just be over it. I just like, you gotta be kidding me. And like mm-hmm. the crazy loud music, especially at certain times. But then I'm seeing like people are out and they're not just, and nobody's practicing social distancing. You mm-hmm. know, they're gathering together as, as if it, it nothing's happening. And I'm just looking at them and sometimes I feel like a grandmother because I want to go out there and like yell at these people, like get your ass in the house. Exactly. Like what is your problem? But I know I can't do that. So it puts you on even more of an alert because like you said, you don't know what mm-hmm. who they've been around Absolutely. or what they've been doing. So I I totally get it. I definitely um get it. So what do you guys think are some other issues surrounding this or concerns or even some good um, things? Good things. I think a lot of families have, have probably spent more time together than they, they've had having years. Um, you know, people being home with mm-hmm. their kids, their kids have probably experienced more um with their parents because everybody I feel like we are typically in everybody's in a rush. Mm-hmm. We live in like an instant society, instantaneous society. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants something quick, fast. Everybody's running to the next task or the, the next place, the next event, you know, whatever. Nobody ever really relaxes. And I know you being in New York, everybody's mm-hmm. running in New York. It's like the busy. So I feel like now people have gotten the opportunity to just stop and reassess life, reassess what's important. I think a lot of people have done that. I've seen a lot of people on social media. A lot of people have taken the time to really evaluate what's important in their life and just reassess. I mean, you know, people have become closer and and different things like that. And then, you know, you you take the people who have lost, like their lives are forever changed. People who've lost loved ones doing this. So a lot of them have um, just basically trying to start over, just trying to to deal with their new normal. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a lot of different things that have happened during this time. For me, I know I've probably spent more time relaxing than I normally have. I'm not on the go. I'm not doing as much as I, mm-hmm. I, I normally mm-hmm. do. I'm, I'm definitely in the house. But so, you know. Well, one great thing is that yeah. we started this podcast because we've been talking about it forever. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so we've we finally got a chance to do that and um like I said I've been doing my writing it has definitely gave me an opportunity to sit and look within and that's something a lot of I'll be honest I don't always do unless it's like I'm forced to do and then I'm like all right my see you gotta take some time check yourself out who are you what do you want those type of things so that's another I think great thing you know that I will come out of but um yeah, it is. It's just interesting. It's an interesting time, and we'll do, it'll be stories for us to tell our kids. Great, well, you know, Shalise, your daughter's yeah. living it, but yeah, grandkids and so forth. Absolutely, you know? I completely so. agree with you. Um, I know that we'll talk about this a little some, but one thing I will say, and I'll just kind of hint on it now, but we'll probably have a topic somewhere down the mm. line, is just like with the dating piece. I do think that this is a good opportunity to kind of get back yep. to when people are dating, but really getting to know each other. Yep. Because if you think about it, people did not talk on the phone. They didn't spend time really getting to know someone. Everything was either like text message yep. or, hey, I met this person and then that's it. Whereas now it's like, no, it takes me back to like being in high phone. school. Yeah. You know, we used you're to be on the phone for hours talking on the you phone. Are, you're, forced to talk. <laughs> yep. you're forced to talk. And 
it gives you an opportunity to get really get to know the person to know whether or not you would like to even proceed because a lot of times times um are how can i put this we all grown physical people so sometimes when you meet meet someone and you're physically attracted to them you confuse that you confuse that and you um you become more involved with that person um before you take the opportunity to really get to know them so now you don't have a choice so that's my that's what i'm feeling Mm -hmm. I can agree. I mean, but I got to be real, ladies. I am, like, freaked out about, like, online dating and stuff like that. So I have not uh-huh. gone back to try that again because I tried it yeah, we years talked ago about and it was that. just, like, a yeah. complete disaster. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, and we'll have to leave that for the next time, you know, episode. But it is, but again, Natasha and I, I do think it's a good time for people to kind of get to know each other and, and chat, you know, because a lot of people don't do that. They didn't do that before. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of people so, didn't do that back in the days. And well, I don't want to say back in the day. I mean, currently, everything's a, is most people be having text relationships, is what I call them. Text, just text me and all this, that, and the third. It's like, no, I would like to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand that. With but you. Um, mm-hmm. I know. It's the other sad. thing I was thinking about is the people, the people who, who had just basically recently was going through marriage issues. People who are married, they might have recently separated or something like that and had to deal with this Absolutely. pandemic by themselves. Like, you, if you had kids, like, you knew. Like, you don't have that, that dynamic, that other piece, supporting piece that yeah. you might have had. Definitely. That would have possibly, you know, stepped up to the plate during a pandemic. You got to deal with it all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That is very, very true. I can definitely attest to that. That is, that is something... Um, it's already a challenging time because you're, you know, you're going through so many different um, changes and, and emotions and, you know, new normals and all of that. And then having to go through something like this, um, it can be very, um, can be a very challenging time. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I, um, I could only imagine, you know, what that's like you know dealing with divorce or being separated you know in general and then what about I know that we're I was talking with some friends and they were talking about just how there's the increased rate in um, abuse cases you know domestic violence so we're talking about those particular cases too where people can't leave yeah like what happens there and you're stuck you know you're stuck yeah. in the house or even with the children and you know we have kids in foster homes all these different things it is even the prison yeah, you know, yeah people I know are, have COVID in the yeah, prison they've been releasing so people off of some of places things that are early um with minor 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 offenses because of the COVID and I know like you were saying with the kids I just think about that that so a lot of kids their only meal is school is the meal that they get at school and then now they're home all day mm. and not getting any food and different things like that. It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's, yeah. It's just a difficult time. It's definitely a heartbreaking thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've definitely had to be very conscious with how I eat and what I'm eating while I'm in here. Cause I know that a lot of people 
also mm-hmm. talk about like they've been mm-hmm. snacking, they've been reading a lot of cards, yeah. they've been drinking. <laughs> it's just like, and for a minute, it was just like going crazy. And it's like, okay, you need to, girl, you need to chill, you need to slow it down. So now it's back to like eating the salads. And then you're cautious because you don't want to, you know, I see mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there are some nasty ass people out there. And you see some of the people that mm-hmm. do, like, I see these videos and people are like spitting mm-hmm. it, opening up juice and spitting mm-hmm. in it, or like taking their hand and licking something. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what right. the fuck mm-hmm. is wrong with these mm-hmm. people? They're mm-hmm. nasty as hell. <laughs> just like, so it makes you even not, like, it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to buy that. No, I can't buy that because mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. what don't somebody's know. done. Yeah. We- you know, so we wipe everything was, down, and oh, we get for groceries. Everything so comes bad. in; it gets wiped down with um Clorox wipes when it comes in the door. So that's, even the mail packages they get broken down outside. Yeah, the boxes don't come inside. So you know all of that stuff because you just don't know. You can't trust people. And as far as the meat, you know, our hometown, North Carolina, Smithfield is there. Smithfield plant. I mean, I was like, they put they made me put bacon on paws. If I put bacon on paws, you know it's a problem. Okay. You know how I feel about bacon. Bacon makes everything better. So um, bacon, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm kinda like right now I would say at least for the last month, I've primarily been eating um shrimp. That's it. And mm-hmm. and a little bit of fish. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. I haven't been eating anything mm-hmm. else. And um That's true. It's it's crazy. I've cut out all of it. And um yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot going on with the food and it's, it's gonna be shortages. And not even let's not even talk about how people went paper towel and <laughs> and wipe crazy in the stores. <laughs> it's like you couldn't find a roll of paper towel or a roll of toilet paper anywhere. Like what you doing with toilet paper? Y'all going in the ground? What y'all doing? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> Girl, I mean straight fighting too. Like red, like yes, throwing yes, bowls yes. and stuff. Like I had to order everything down. online. I was able to find you know go to Sam's and find paper towel and, t- and toilet paper online. This last couple of weeks and got it shipped because you can't find it in the store nope anywhere so it makes you wonder what was people doing before the pandemic where right. you're not wiping your butt exactly. exactly like what was going on well I think just people freak out it's almost like and you know this it's like when and you know like when we're in North Carolina they talk about like oh hurricane was coming yes. or and people would go and, and buy yes. what was yes. the oil oh, bread egg yes. milk and I never understood the whole egg thing because the point of me was like, well, when the power go out, what you doing with them eggs? I'm not quite sure. Like the milk you can put outside, especially if it's cold. You know what I mean? But I'm not quite sure what you're going to do with the eggs. And they would, I would go down the bread aisle and there would be like absolutely nothing. Fortunately, I'm not that big of a bread person. So I could live with it or without it. But for other people, exactly. they, they, they right. can't get no damn bread. Right. Just and, like, and then the snowstorm comes. You don't need that much bread. There's going to be a whole inch of snow. <laughs> a quarter of an inch of snow. You can still see the grass. <laughs> right. And you know we be looking at them sideways. Like, I, First of all, let's talk about when I was a kid. I was the only child. You know, my parents divorced young. So mm-hmm. it was just me and my mom. I had to shovel the snow. Mm-hmm. I was mad as hell. So that's why I look at people sideways when they're like, oh, it's snowing. It's so Trust pretty. Me. I'm looking at them like, I if have, you don't get out my I goddamn face right now. Because that's how I but, um, I'm like, come on, man. You got a quarter of an inch. I can still see your grass. Why Why? Why is the store cleaned out? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. But that's... Yeah, so <laughs> I think people... 
they just get nervous and they they try to go grab any and everything. Just like when they saw the whole thing with the Lysol and it had the Corona on there, the Corona all of a sudden everybody had to go get some, It was the old, like every virus that they need. Corona, you know, and that's like, now. This one's COVID-19, the other one was SARS was the coronavirus. It's like, I, I guess people didn't understand uh, that. But what got me was you buying up all the hand sanitizer, but you ain't buying that soap over there. What you doing? What you washing with? You ain't buy that body soap, but you buying <laughs> hand sanitizer. <laughs> 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 basically Correct. you ain't wash your ass and your hands you're be be trying to use a uh, hand sanitizer well it don't matter no because those are the same damn people that go that either come out the bathroom don't wash their hands or come out Correct. the bathroom wash their hands yep. and then touch the fucking doorknob with their hands Correct. you know what you well, just put all like that shit right back on the there you know what don't so even get out without touching the door <laughs> That's what I read, y'all. I read yesterday. Okay, be prepared to be disgusted. Oh, God. So in case y'all probably have heard this, but let me just say. So I was reading an article where they were talking about um, flushing the toilet and the coronavirus. And they were talking about that when you flush the toilet, um, millions of small particles of Real, um, uh, feces, germin, and all of that are splashing uh-huh. on you, uh-huh. and how mm-hmm. the um, coronavirus, how their um, feces has been is is the coronavirus has been found in feces. feces. Uh-huh. So when I thought about it, I freaked out because if you think about it, when you're going to say, for instance, you go to a public restroom, a public restroom <laughs> during this time. And you flush the toilet. You have all that stuff spraying. I was like, Lord, and Jesus. that's why you keep have a Lysol in your purse. And when you come, when you come, when you flush that uh, toilet, you spray your whole stuff right on, like I just did when I came into the mailbox. You spray, you spray yourself down all the way down. To the like, you spray your like, ass too. I got so upset with Ryan um a few weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, oh my God. But listen, I got so upset. Yeah, we gonna be spraying bare bottoms we, before we left home, and you know. <laughs> You are old school as well, Marcia. You know that before you leave home, what did your mama tell you to do? You better use the bathroom. And even if use you say, bath. I don't have to go, you better you, make you yourself go. Go use the bathroom. So I, I carried on the tradition. Brian, before we leave, use the bathroom. I don't have to go. Use the bathroom. So I'm thinking she used the bathroom as soon as we get to Target. She says, mommy, please don't be upset. I looked at her. I got a peep. I was so angry. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you really sick? You can't hold it. She was like, no, I was so mad at her because I knew I was like, this is just disgusting. You know, it's a coronavirus. We're not supposed to be going to public restrooms. <laughs> Poor thing. That's what I told, I told, I, I told dad today. My dad, I said, um, I was telling him, I was thinking about going down to North Carolina because I have things in stores to get my deep freezer out of storage so we can put some supplies in there. And he, um, <laughs> I told him, um, he said, well, you got to be careful about um, the public restrooms. I was like, I- I'm going to spray the spray it down, just the uh, thing while I'm in there with Lysol and wait a couple of minutes before I go in. And then I go in and I'll be good. I'm Girl, why are you playing? Or I'm going to get it. I thought, oh, I'm going to have to find a urinal for women. Like, oh, oh, I, have, I have a personal <laughs> urinal, uh, a woman. Um... <laughs> 
Girl. You might have to take it back <laughs> to the bush days and be out there somewhere with somebody's bushes. With your white For Ryan, for those times when I don't want to have to take her in there, I found one. Girl, I will use it. Okay, I will use it. No, girl, I'm talking about a real, you get them a little girl, porta a potty. They got women's urinals. You may journals. just have to use a porta yeah, potty. They got women's urinals, girl. <laughs> got it. Look, it's, it fits, it oh, fits Lord. too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you guys got me thinking because I have to drive down with my best friend in a couple of weeks to North uh-huh. Carolina because they're going to drop my godsons off to their grandmother. And I told her I ride with her, and Frankie's like, "Well, we'll leave like one in the morning, so they'll be sleep, yeah, you know, on the road." No. But I'm like, that still doesn't stop Girl, us. You know, these bladders the don't sit the same people. way they did now when I'm like, damn. I, <laughs> I know that's right because they got you can go to the, <laughs> the way they, they used to. They got the portable fold and go toilets. I will pick one up. Yeah, look up portable fold. They got. A, let me go and look on Amazon real quick. Take it with me and dump it right over there in the bushes. Keep right on. And keep on moving. Oh my God, this has been wow. this has been wow. good things that I've enjoyed this conversation that, that we're having. Yes, yes. Um, definitely. Um, yes, yes. Good information, good um opinions, good thoughts. I'm glad you all are doing well and kind of handling this pandemic. And we've now got this um podcast. It's kind of our outlet to vent on things that are going on, get them off our chest, so we won't hold anything in and kind of get opinions from other people. I know. In the future, we'll have some great, some additional great topics that we'll be bringing on special guests um, to join us on our podcast and tackle some of the things that we'll be discussing. And um, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, I've enjoyed it as well. I'm I'm very happy that um, I did too. God brought like-minded people together, um, and just just so we can, like you said, sit down and rap and like these. And the funny thing is, these are conversations that we have with each other anyway so all the time so why not you know bring some other friends in and you know so that other kind (laughs) of chime in and hear our opinions and you know we just wrap a taste so i'm really really excited that we are um, getting started and i'm looking forward to what the future holds with amongst friends podcast i really really am yeah boy (laughs) (laughs) 